0: Now, Bob Elliott and Ray Goulding... You know, pre- Elliot. Oh, Elliott. Oh, Elliot, I'm sorry. Goodness. Uh, ...presents the CBS Radio Network. <laughs> <laughs> well, now there's uh, a real happy studio audience today, and we're delighted. That's the longest we <laughs> ever have I think we've had a particularly effective warm-down today. <laughs> Wallace, you did a nice job with them. Thanks a lot, fellas. got to, uh, them into a good mood, and I think they're going to be glad... You want to dry now, don't you? Yeah, I wish they would clam. up. Yeah, you heard him. Try up Right now. We want wow. to tell you about our new picture window that we mentioned a few days ago. Oh, as we look out of it now, it is just... Absolutely beautiful. As you know, uh, darkness is uh, arriving hours earlier here in New York now, and it's a beautiful scene from the uh, Bob and Ray picture window. All these lights coming on, blinking. Beautiful. All right? Ray? Yeah. Could I look through the telescope there? That's right. Uh, this is... Uh, well, only we, uh, this telescope we just installed this morning. You no, know, I just want to take a look around Manhattan uh, in uh, early autumn like this. Well, do you have a dime? I think so. Do uh, I have to put a dime? you got to put a dime, and uh, the, you can look for about a minute, a minute and a half. Then it turns off. Now, look ahead. down below there. There are certain things you can set at, say, uh, number one. You see that? Yes. Uh, yeah. Number one will show you the uh, Brooklyn Battery uh, Tunnel, the entrance to it. And then number uh-huh. two you got, uh, let's see. Well, wait a minute now. Uh, we haven't finished it all. I know number 11 is Yankee Stadium. Well, you mean I don't actually see these things through the telescope? Yeah, you do. Well, you see them, but you line the telescope up on the oh, numbers. i, see. See. I like to have pictures of Number you. 10, you can see uh, the Queen Mary uh, if it's in town. If she's in her birth. Uh, right. Yes. Uh, well, I can, I'll find a dime, I guess, someplace. like to try it out. Kind of be the first to try it. Okay. I've got look conspicuous first. I'll just go over. All right. How's it look? Great. It is beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. What's our first feature today? Do we have a special thing? We certainly have, and the theme with it, too. And now, listeners, a few moments with Leonard Burnside as he explains crooning, its origins and its place in the musical world. Mr. Leonard Burnside. Crooning, a cacophony of sound cascading from a verdant musical jungle? Or is it a well-planned pro accumulation of sounds by a great organizer of melody? We shall see Mr. Vesdale, if you please. Thank you, Mr Vesdale. Now that we have heard, we begin to wonder. One almost thinks of crooning as a fragmentary bit of Americana, revealing, yet quasi damaging in its consistency. And while the music is being paraphrased, listen. To this strain yada booty do pa da And so we begin to see what Gerald Descartes was getting at There's nothing frightening about it, indeed It's a fructifying experience You see, Descartes was not so much interested in musical content As he was in the elasticity of the notes The music would be sung heartily or with a moue of distaste Mr. Besdell? Slowly Slowly we come to terms with crooning, but it was not until 1923 that we realized the dynamism, the inbreeding of crooning with the more stable or unprogressal kind of music. So the cross-fertilization had begun. <laughs> the invocation, the emergence, the precipitation, the entree, so to speak, the entrance to the back door of music had been accomplished. and There was no going back. I want you to pay particular note to the enchanting Descartes variation here, Mr. Besdale. <laughs> How can two themes run concurrently? Well, it's a tribute to the genius of Descartes. While one melody advances rubato, the other recedes contrapuntally into the background, diminuendo, barely making itself heard, only to return with mild insult. Mm-hmm. If that sounded oppressive, it's exactly what Descartes set out to achieve, a bittersweet. Again, we hear the melancholy unings of one sad note. Overtaking another sad note without taxing the structure. The Welchmerz of these Descartes outboardings never ceases to amaze me. Mr. Besdale, if you please finish this particular piece we're dealing with now. So there you have it. Descartes knew that sooner or later he'd have to be dealt with. His music was a force that could not, would not be denied. His was a world of melody, and melody meant all the world to him. Maybe we must reckon crooning as a serious yet simpatico art form. Not to do so would be unwise. Bravissimo. Well, to all my good friend, Deckhart, I, I applaud you. Thank you for what you did. Thank you very much. is not that pleasant? Hey, there's a loser. Hey, another loser. I'm a loser. And uh, I think, though, we have a winner coming up right here. Well, of course, uh, kids are going back to school nowadays, uh, Most of them are back, I guess, by now. And uh, one of the big problems in uh, education today is finding enough youngsters who are interested in technical fields and science in general and who will uh, go after some of these uh, more uh, difficult courses. We study the problem a bit, and uh, we've invited to our studio uh, Mr. Uh, Harmon, who sure. is principal of uh, a brand-new uh, technical high school. I believe it is the Equitable P. Harmon Science and Tech uh, High right, School. That's right, Mr. Uh, being a, a man of scientific bent myself, <laughs> I was made acutely aware of the problem, so I... Uh... Do I refer to you as doctor, professor, or just Mr. Harmon, or... Well, uh... What is correct? Mr. Harmon would be all right. You're not... I don't want to appear too stuffy. Oh, I know you have uh, an impressive career as a inventor. Well, I... I, as I was mentioning, I invented the the plastic collar stay. Yes. let keep your collar neat. That's probably your chief claim to fame. I don't think one of us men uh, gets dressed in the morning... Uh, Without so work, oh, I'm finding them, eh? Well, uh, after you find them, uh, after you look at them, without remembering the man who invented l- the plastic say, an uh, equitable bar. It's nice to have you. Now, I, you. I, all summer, I have been uh, uh, campaigning for funds to establish my uh, uh, my high school, and uh, I finally have uh, have the building now. It's located just a block west from MIT. Oh, fine. It's called Equitable P. Harmon Science Technical High School, and uh, the freshman report this coming Monday. Wonderful. Getting a little bit late start, but I suppose you'll carry the uh, class. Well, a it's going to be a bit later bit in the concentrated uh, speed up class. Now, they'll report Monday, Mr. Elliott, and they'll have basic science fundamentals. Uh-huh. Tuesday, uh huh. Tuesday, the Einstein theory of relativity. Fine. Wednesday, nuclear physics. Thursday, astrophysics. And Friday,. Uh, several students will be shot into space And returned uh, by evening More or less demonstration By right. Experiment Saturday will be football practice Sounds like uh, rather a full schedule you'd have And a very complete one Incidentally, too And for any of the kids uh, listening, of course They can write to us What do you think the biggest problem will be this term uh, With uh, your class? I think the biggest problem this year Will be against Lowell High School on Thanksgiving Day uh-huh. You look for them to win that game I do, yes well, good luck with the uh, Equitable P. Harmon Science Tech High School. I hope thank you very you much, much and I want it. to thank the, you and your employers, the Columbia Network Broadcastings, Columbia Broadcasting for making this radio time available to me. Thank you, Mr. Harmon. Wally, what do you see over there at the bottom? Well, sales? I got just a, just a little... Is in? Uh, no, I don't think it is. I uh-huh. can pick it out. Uh you got kind of a cloudy lens on this telescope. Well, uh, I'll be honest with you. We got it used, and uh, we haven't had a chance to check it all out. I don't know whether there's any faults in that lens or not, but uh, we'll have uh, someone... I don't think it's worth a dive to look through it right now until you get it. Well, uh, it's a little foggy, maybe, tonight. Do you like jelly donuts? Once in a while, occasionally, yes. Uh, Now then, let us see. Anything else you want to cover today? No, we don't go out. We don't uh, call in Smelly Dave today, do we? No, no. no not today. I think that you don't it? want oh. to mention my new inn at all. Uh, well, we could mention it, but uh, it's getting to be more like a commercial. You're talking about this every day. Mm-hmm. Right? The Mary Lagoon Inn. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have opened, I presume. Yes, yes, we opened this past, past weekend, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. We opened Saturday night, but I'm still looking for some sort of entertainment. I don't know what kind, what all. Mary, if you want the Smoky Valley boys to come up there, we got uh, we're we got the vamps all down no, no, now. No, no, working on no. The no, I explained to you. I don't want vamps. You have to have a song, and that's all. No vamps at all. But all right. I want you, Bob and Ray, anytime you come on up to be sure and drop in and have a have a lovely meal. We'd like to. As a matter of fact, I was uh, in Maine over the weekend and. Uh, mm. A couple of days and uh, yeah. everybody left. It seemed yeah. right after Labor Day big, they left. I was wondering if see. anybody showed up when you opened the place. No, just one or two of the local people came by. Just more or less looking, oh, rubber nosing. That's right. all. Yeah. Rubber necking. Neck. Gave me what they call a double O. Yes, yeah, and that's about oh. all. What is that? Well, they just kept looking at me and You're checking just... the food oh. and yeah. all. Oh, there goes your theme. Yeah, well, don't go away, Mary, because we want you to give us a preview of tomorrow's featured recipe in just ten seconds. Now, here's Mary with a preview of tomorrow's recipe. Then you cube a hunk of ice. That's it. And until tomorrow, this is Ray Goulding reminding you to write if you get work. Ah, Billy, reminding you to hang by your phone. <laughs>